0: He did it his way, I guess. I'm Sam. This episode is being brought to you by Vodka Soda. And that's
1: probably the most sense you're going to hear from the rest of this show. (laughs) I'm Jackie.
2: Finally, a thoughtful look at mental health and how this movie made mine worse. I'm Justin, and this is Mad Dog Time. Sneaker Men. Hello and welcome to Stinger Madness. This is a nonsensical November pick from me called Mad Dog Time, starring just about everybody you've ever heard of. Currently streaming on Tubi TV uh, from 1996. There is going to be a lot to unpack today, uh, so let's get right to it. Sam, uh, what do you got for us?
0: Like, how the hell did this happen? Right.
2: What was the whose train wreck was? It, the bunch of men in ties say let's do the stupidest thing we can tell me it was men no, in ties it was not i know it wasn't
0: <laughs> it was joey bishop's <laughs> fucking kid. It was
1: the damn rat pack
0: <laughs> it was joey bishop's fucking kid larry
1: mm-hmm. well that would explain How did he pull it off it, that would explain all the uh like frank sinatra type songs
2: yeah and, and dean martin there was also sammy davis i didn't hear any joey bishops in there but uh um, before you get going, now that since we're on that, uh, I do have a question to pose to you guys. Is this the first movie that you can think of that we've done that has a Frank Sinatra song in it?
0: Most of the movies that we do can't afford Frank Sinatra exactly. songs.
2: Exactly. Like that, I I was the first time you hear it, I'm like way well i'm thinking like the closest we could probably come is my blue heaven starring steve martin which kind of stinks which is just the goodfellas but funny uh actually it's a sequel to goodfellas did you know that that uh, yeah uh you can't unscrew a pregnant lady is ray liotta's character
0: Hmm.
1: i was thinking gods of egypt had money but uh there was no really no spot for frank sinatra and gods <laughs> um, of egypt i don't think that's a good <laughs> fit uh, interesting
2: theory, though. <laughs> okay. All right, Sam. Joey, or Lori Larry,
0: Laurie Larry, Bishop. Larry Bishop. So, Larry is, went to high school with Carl Reiner and Richard Dreyfuss. Okay. Kind of. Because okay. he's a couple years younger. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if they're all in theater business, but it's Beverly Hills, so everybody's in theater business, right? right. He is, however, the exact same age as Carl, Rob's younger sister, Annie. Okay. Which then makes things make a little bit more sense because you did see a Shapiro tag uh name tag on the uh production, and that's their cousins, Carl Reiner's wife's brothers, kids or the Shapiro's like the or his sisters. The Shapiros? The Hollywood agency Shapiro's oh, okay. not Okay. The they could all I mean, there could be a bunch of Shapiro's. It could be a whole thing. But yeah, uh, Carl, or Carl Reiner's wife's sister married a Shapiro. And how uh, are
2: her cousin's friend's testicles? Are they still swollen?
0: I don't know. Because <laughs> that's,
2: that's like a, <laughs> my friend's brother's, Jim's cousin's uh, third truck owner that he bought it from is a Shapiro.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a chance that Larry's friends with Carl and Richard Dreyfus, or Robert and Richard Dreyfus, Robert, uh, Rob Reiner. But it seems to line up like if he kind of got embedded into the Reiner business, that it may have been through Annie first. You never know, but I'm just making accusations because you can really find nothing out about Larry Bishop other than he was in a bunch of TV shows okay. and wrote and directed this. And then he did this again in 2008. It was called Hell ride and Tarantino produced it. Hmm. Not looking forward, but I will eventually watch it. Okay. And he's currently doing it again right now as the one-way ride is in pre-production.
2: And you mean by doing it again, getting a bunch of people that have no business being in a Larry Bishop movie? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. So that's just his yeah. thing. Like, he makes phone calls and says, hey, bud. Because this reeks of buddy business to me. Like It is buddy business. I've, These people all know each other. Yeah. I've, I've, let's do Larry a solid. I mean, it, he's fun. He's a fun guy. He's a good kid.
0: Yeah. And his maiden connections are all in the movie. His dad and two guys he went to high school with.
2: Yeah, Joey Bishop is in this. He's uh the mortuary guy.
0: Oh, Gottlieb, mm-hmm. which is their actual family name.
2: Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Fun fact. That is a fun a little fact. tongue-in-cheek.
0: Do they own a mortuary? <laughs> <laughs> they do not.
2: Yeah, they do. It's called Las Vegas, and that's where they put all the bodies. You know, because the Sinatra and the mob thing that was not maybe real. We're not real sure.
1: Uh, no, I think that they're more connected to the mob back east. They are? Yeah. Isn't... De- Dean Martin, he's, he's a classy dude. It... He's going to be with the New Jersey mob. Yeah, that's where they're... <laughs> Dean Martin, well, I actually, I'm not sure where Dean,
2: other than Sicily, but I'm not sure where, I can't remember where he lived. Sinatra was from Hoboken, New Jersey. Ah, so okay. So they all were East, Easter guys, but it was- Easter guys? Easter guys, yeah. You know, they do the, the bunny, bunny suits and-
1: Crap out chocolate eggs?
2: Yep, yep, and then rub on each other. Uh, okay, um, I don't want to get distracted because we've got so much to unpack. Sam, more Larry well, Bishop. That's
0: really, like, <laughs> that's what there is. I mean- He's just a second generation Beverly Hills kid mm-hmm. knows everybody okay gets to make movies every few years when he decides to because he knows everybody okay and yeah, that's really what happened here it's not like men in ties decided this he most likely saw pulp fiction or reservoir dogs because mm-hmm. pulp fiction was 96 the same year as this yeah week. right or was it 94
1: uh I thought reservoir dogs was 94 either way that Chick with the red hair. Hot.
0: Angie Everhard.
1: Uh, yo, let's, Angie
2: Everhard. Let's go ahead and get into the cast um, because we'll be here for a month with this thing if we don't. Um, we've got uh, Michael J. Powell. I can read it off He's, uh, right now
0: in order if you want me to. Well,
2: I've got that too. I, we have, we all, all right. have phones. I mean, But Sam
0: is in charge of the announcements. But I love my But I actually have my screen partitioned to where I can just easily see the cast.
2: Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry to insult you and... and
1: Yeah, try to steal his thunder, why don't you? What is this, the mob? (laughs) Are you Ben London? Ben London. You're going to do it your way? You're going to do it Justin's way?
0: (laughs) Got Jeff Goldblum, Ellen Barkin, Larry Bishop as Nicholas Falco, Mm -hmm. of course. Gabriel Byrne, Richard Dreyfuss, Burt Reynolds, Diane Lane, Kyle McLaughlin, Gregory Hines, Joey Bishop, Billy Idol, Michael J. Pollard, Henry Silva, Richard Pryor, Kyle McLaughlin... Or wait... Richard Pryor, Paul Anka, Christopher Jones, Angie Everhart, Rob Reiner, Billy Drago, Juan Fernandez, who was the bad guy in, uh, Crocodile Dundee too. If you don't know him, real I Andrews do. is a Hollywood heavy and Frank Lucari. who's also a Hollywood heavy. And that is your cast.
2: Christopher Jones. Uh, the reason why I wanted to bring this up and why I wanted to do it rather than just rant. Okay. Ramble. Uh, the, the two people that I wasn't familiar with were Christopher Jones and, um, uh, Christopher Jones. Um, he was supposed to be uh, the follow-up to James Dean. Like Hollywood was yeah. like, well, Jimmy Dean is dead, and the other Jimmy Dean is doing his sausage thing. We need a different guy that is smoky, cool, and doesn't give a damn and has no clue. Uh, and it was Christopher Jones, but Christopher Jones had too much of a, uh, uh, a I, I guess, a drug problem and a like his his brooding you know his cool smoky good looks were taking over like he was method acting that so hard that it ended up taking over his life and nobody liked him because he was just too he, moody and broody
0: he would drink too much and beat his spouses yeah as that's well. also not good you olivia hussey said that she was abused by him and i so yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, uh, sounds yeah. like a shithead. Yeah, yeah, but uh, he also just looks like when you see him young. Because when I saw him here, I was like, "Oh, that guy looks rough." Mm-hmm. Is that fucking Hal Needham? Yeah, I almost—I thought it was Hal Needham for a second. I almost thought it was Eric Roberts. Yeah, but it wasn't. And he sort of looks like crappy James Dean when he's young in yeah. the pictures. But as an old, older man, and this was his last film performance. Mm-hmm. He looks like beat up Hal Needham and Hal Needham looks pretty beat up because he was
2: he was very beat up
0: <laughs> now
1: Christopher Jones was he the sleepy guy
2: no he was the uh the the phony Falco
1: oh phony Falco yeah. oh oh Jesus <laughs> I don't see any James Dean in that guy like I kept kind of going through it in my mind like who was the really good looking guy other than Ben London you know that I don't really recognize
2: Gabriel Burnt is the good looking guy in your opinion in this movie yeah not Jeff Goldblum.
0: Looking at all of these guys, I'm not, I mean. Yeah, it's that I guy. I don't know. Wow. I think huh. these these are all Eye of the Beholder faces uh-huh. when you see yeah. him. Goldblum's a little bit of Eye of the Beholder. Kyle McLaughlin, definitely yeah. Eye yeah. of the Beholder. I think he's Henry handsome. Henry Silva, people think he's handsome. Other people think he's weird looking. Yeah, I, Who's um,
1: Henry Silva?
2: Uh, Sleepy Joe. Sleepy Joe. Sleepy,
1: oh, no, not for me. Yeah,
2: I think Henry Silva's a weird looking dude. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Drago. I think we can all agree that Billy Drago is a weird looking dude.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Billy Drago is a weird looking dude. And he's awesome. Uh, this two Billy's Billy Idol, Billy Drago. Why weren't they like the Corey's? Could have got the hearkening back. I mean, complete the trifecta.
2: Why not? put Billy Zane in this movie. Billy Zane would have fit perfectly in here.
0: That'd be way too Billy.
2: <laughs> just one Billy Zane is honestly too much Billy.
0: <laughs> That's the Billy goat gruff. It's never, it's n- never too much for me.
2: <laughs> there's only, there's only so much world that one Billy Zane can occupy. <laughs> yeah.
1: He would have pushed Jeff Goldblum out of the way and been like,
2: I can do it. Yeah. I can do these lines better. Actually, you're not even giving lines. You're just sitting there staring and trying to look cool. I'm not really sure what you're doing. Jeff
1: Goldblum. His hair looked good though. Yeah. His hair looks good.
0: Yeah. I think if you asked Billy Idol if he would be interested in a three Billy movie Mm -hmm. and you mentioned that Zane was the third one, he would stop you and go, no, we are merely Billy's. He is the Billy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: Okay. Yeah. Billy Idol. Man, that was a weird pick. I I can't imagine that Billy Idol was friends with anybody. Like, my understanding of Billy Idol is nobody liked him.
0: Billy Idol's friends with cocaine. Yeah,
2: right. And they're all probably friends with cocaine. So I guess that's, you know,
0: a mutual connection. I doubt connection. and Reiner were, but they, you know, the little Bubby or whatever. Yeah. He's making a movie. Yeah.
2: Okay. All right. I guess we're ready to get into this. Um, Because I don't even know where to start. I Actually, I do know where to start, which is where the movie starts, but I don't know what it means.
1: This was a joyful multiverse.
2: Joyful Vic's world is an alternate universe created on the other side of space. That was so full of joy. So fucking full of joy. I is, is it a metaphor or is it real?
0: This seems to me like it's uh retconned after a test screening to add less reality to it. Okay.
2: To, to make it ex- a dark comedy acceptable to audiences. Yeah. Because they're too stupid? Or something.
0: Yeah. Okay. And because it doesn't matter with or without this, it's still just sort of, blah. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I this don't helps. really text you in the middle of the viewings very often. Uh-huh. And I had to text you that this was a bologna sandwich with on bologna bread.
2: Well, I have I can one-up you because uh, uh, I usually don't read out Roger Ebert uh, reviews oh, yeah. online, but I have to on this one. Uh, Mad Dog Time is the first movie I have seen that does not improve on the sight of a blank screen viewed for the same length of time.
0: (laughs) He's not wrong.
2: It gets better. Uh, Watching Mad Dog Time is like waiting for the bus in a city where you're not sure if they have a bus line. (laughs) Uh, hilarious. Um, yeah, there was just no way for like, oh, let's put this in post and that'll clear things up for the audience. Okay, so many years later, later than uh, what? Yeah,
0: this was awful. I figured it out. Okay, so the tra- the little tracking jib shot uh-huh. thing that's happening here is taking way too goddamn long. Right. But it's supposed to like, there's the sort of style of painting the bro- Boulevard of Broken the Dream, say. Mm-hmm. So it's supposed to be like, these were the glory days. And then this wobbly, shitty jib shot that has two dissolves in it because it took too long sort of aids them in saying, oh, it's been a few years. Now things are a little run down. And then there was a shot distinctly of some patina and some aging on the sign on the outside
2: of Vic's place. Of Vic's place. We're outside of Vic's place.
0: But we
1: also get the sign for the mortuary Yeah, mor- in this shot, too. Yeah, it's
2: all over the place in this movie. Uh, they sneak <laughs> it in whenever they can.
1: Um, upstairs,
2: like, I guess where the bad guy's offices are. I guess if you own a nightclub and you're a bad guy, upstairs, you always have an office. That's just how it works in every gangster movie I've yeah. ever seen. Uh, Henry Silva is laying on the floor like he's dead but he's not cuz he's sleepy joe and he just sleeps wherever but you don't know that when you're going into this because he looks like he's dead
1: yep and it looks like santa claus is having a cocktail right next to him tapping mm-hmm. his foot like yeah do do do
2: do that's michael j pollard famous uh or uh, famed uh character actor uh red is his character's name mm-hmm uh, and some other. Oh, and Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum's in there. And then uh, Gabriel Byrne walks in. His character's name is Ben London. And he seems like he's the right hand man to a character named Vic, who is yeah. the owner of the club. It's Vic's place. Um, which is weird because it also seems like Jeff Goldblum is Vic's right hand man.
0: No. He's his trigger man. They use that in the verbiage of the the film so heavily laden with dialogue exposition that one has to really pay attention to every fucking thing they mm-hmm, say. Mm-hmm. And it's hard because there's a lot of goddamn rhyming. Yes. The Vic, Vic Nick, and Mick. Nick and Mick and Mick. I just, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. But he just said that he's the trigger man. Okay. So he's sort of the, that's that's his thing. Whereas maybe Ben London is handy with a, a pistol. He's more handy with fucking with mm-hmm. people. Okay.
2: Uh, well, he explains that Vic is getting out, getting out of where we aren't told, but we're to assume that it's out of prison or he's getting out of the game. We don't know, but where he's getting out of is not actually where he's getting out of that we're supposed to be thinking. You wouldn't think this until later when it's exposed. And so, wow.
1: Yeah. Well, and at this point, He keeps saying Nick or Vic is sick.
2: No, he doesn't start saying that yet. But uh, I thought he did. Like Vic is sick. No, He's like, hey, he's getting out and we're taking care of business. Red, I want you to know that uh, you kept the club in order. uh, And Vic sends his thank you for that. uh, And you're rehired. You're on. You're back on the payroll. I don't know why you got off the payroll, but now you're back on it. Also, die.
0: (laughs) Die. They shoot the guy from Scrooged.
2: (laughs) He shoots him and the guy doesn't die. He has to shoot him four times. It eventually ends with the bullet in the forehead.
1: That seems to be a common theme throughout this movie, though.
2: Yeah. People not dying or the bullet in the forehead. You have to get him in the forehead in order for them to die. They're all a bunch of zombies. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that is something that Larry Bishop was trying to say, because you know what? I don't know what Larry Bishop was trying to say. The mob guys are like the walking dead. Maybe I couldn't say that's not what he's saying.
0: I think I have an idea, but I'm saving it until the the thing, the scene happens.
2: So he turns to Mickey and he says the same thing. Hey, Mickey, Vic's getting out. Uh, Thanks for taking care of grace. His, the, the love of his life. Uh, Now die. Oh, Mm, no, you can't, you can't do that. You can't do that, Ben.
1: You don't have the balls.
2: You do not have the balls. I'm Ben London. I got brass
0: balls. This is where I write down, ugh, these are all going to be long scenes. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. Like, like, get Christoph Waltz in here to monologue for an hour.
0: <laughs> yeah. Somebody that I can deal with monologuing, right?
2: Uh, He's like, yeah, you. Can't. it doesn't matter if you got big balls. I got Grace hidden. I'm the only one that knows where she is. And if you kill me, Vic's never going to find her. And then Henry Silva says, looks like he's got a grace in the hole. And I wanted to vomit.
0: Yep. Also, there's a little bit where he does say, show me, which you find out later that, that he directly, like, after seeing it once, when you think back on some of these events, you're like, well, Larry Bishop did think this all through. It's just... He didn't really have a very good idea to begin with. (laughs) Uh, Because it's like he calls his bluff Mm -hmm, right there. mm -hmm. Like, you want to gunfight me? No, you know you can't. You know you can't gunfight me. But you don't know that until later. Yeah. And I guess he's from Missouri. Who is? The show me state. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. Because he says it like eight fucking times. Dude.
2: I thought Henry Silva's line was bad, Sam, but you just made me nauseous again.
1: Oh, yep. could you even imagine we'd have to be like the gem state?
2: Well, Idaho is the gem state.
1: Yeah, that's not a good catchphrase for us. We can't go into Word. a mom fight and be like the gem state. Everybody will just look at you like, what the fuck are you talking well, about? If you
2: said the show me state, they would also be like, what
1: the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, but they, I mean, show me sounds pretty good. Other than gem,
0: truly outrageous.
2: I've I've got a pant I've got a scrotum full of gems. Big big gems.
0: You know you know what New Hampshire's state motto is? Mm. Live free or die. Oh,
2: that's right. I did hear that recently. Where did that came up in the news? Was it was it Joe Biden that said that? Or somebody said that. I
0: don't know. But I've known it forever because I played lacrosse with a guy that was from New Hampshire. Mm Mm-hmm. All of my East Coast uh, insights are due to the fact that I played lacrosse. Okay. All right. And I was there once. Uh,
2: The only thing I know about the East Coast is from my mob days. So, you know. Did they send you down to Florida? Yep. Did you fuck up? Yep. Sure did. Okay. So he walks out um, and uh, he gets told uh, by Rita, uh, Ellen Parkin's character, um, who... Yeah. Okay. Ellen Barkin. I just have so many questions about her career and why. Um, but uh, he gets told uh, that by Rita that he's supposed to work tonight or something like that. And he's like, oh, I was just going to hang out and bang or something. Uh, and so he gets in a car with her driving. And Red is in the front, dead Red is in the front seat like he's freaking weekend at Bernie's.
0: Yeah. It seems like they've got a two for one going here where she's going to get rid of that body, but then he's going to go, you know off somebody and they're just gonna save some gas on the trip okay
1: all right And why does red have a name tag on i didn't notice the name tag yeah like one of those uh sticker type things maybe maybe it was like a delivery sticker yeah it's
0: like they have the order form for gottlieb's Uh mortuary already filled out to save some trouble yeah Yeah.
2: inventory so that you know you don't get your your mob corpse is mixed up like this one goes to the incinerator. This one goes out into the desert. You know, you got to. They have a drop off it, box just for them. Dead body fulfillment.
1: Yeah, they have a drop off <laughs> box. You know, you pull a thing down just like you used to return DVDs.
2: Yeah, you, you might shove the body in. You might even call it dead X. Dead.
0: X. A- oh my I'll see, God, I'll, was stupid. I'll see myself out <laughs> Goodbye. Um to get the depot tag on him. <laughs> <laughs> they have a hard time sorting it without those tags.
2: Okay. <laughs> so uh they're in the car. Uh also Gregory Hines is there. He plays a guy named Jules Flamingo, which is probably my favorite gangster name of all time, other than Johnny Toonies. Um and uh he's like, so it's mad dog time. Uh Vic's getting out. He does he wants to kill you, he wants to kill me, and he wants to kill Rita. But he wants to kill you first. Now, who wants to do some tapping?
0: <laughs> shim shams, shim sham sand dance.
2: Clippity clappity. <laughs> I don't like tap dancing. I think it's stupid. I
0: think it's great. It's so hard to do. I admire it. Like, wow, that seems like I'd never be able to learn it. Good job, guys. Hanging upside ladies down. And men, ladies and gentlemen, whatever. Hanging, up,
2: hanging upside down for an hour and a half is is also hard to do, Sam. But it is also stupid.
0: I like tap dancing. You're not putting yourself in personal risk by tap dancing.
2: (laughs) Butters killed a bunch of people while he was tap dancing. I beg to differ.
1: Huh. I like tap dancing. I like the old movies where they're... (laughs) With their suits on. (laughs) They look all nice. (laughs) Yeah, I hate that crap. I love it. Okay.
2: So... They go downstairs of the DNA club, which I didn't realize until later in the movie. But Grace, the missing Grace, she owns the DNA club. It is Grace Everly's DNA club. So she's dating slash disappearing from Vic, who also owns a nightclub. They're they're competing against each other. I don't
1: know if that relationship is going to work out. Well, hers is a pretty classy joint, right? Where Mm -hmm. the ladies dress up like they're from the 1920s in very sexy lingerie and walk around and then people throw roses at them. Like they're models.
0: When Jackie says very sexy lingerie, the sexy lingerie covers up a little bit of the things you shouldn't see. The very sexy lingerie just doesn't cover anything up. Like these are naked women in nets. (laughs)
1: This (laughs) hot stuff. This is 1920 sexy, Sam. Okay. I
0: think it's fucking pretty sexy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then Rita's job is to get up on stage after the models come get down. Right. And she's supposed to pick up the flowers and put them back in the arrangements. (laughs) 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 Like, okay. Like everybody's got a bouquet on their table and they're like, "Um, Rita, uh, table number seven. They're out of flowers to throw Uh at the ladies." And we're going to need you to get out there and kind of redistribute. My sister's the owner. That's nice, Rita. Put the flowers back. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Rita, hurry up. Get off the stage, Rita. Uh, Quit doing the catwalk turns at the uh, corners, Rita.
2: So he goes downstairs. And downstairs is two desks, executive style desks, positioned opposite each other. uh, And at one of them is sitting Billy Idol.
1: And I go, who's that? <laughs> <like> he literally <laughs> asked, who's that? <laughs> I um, did not recognize him without his earring and his nose and
0: his eye makeup. He without a music video that was labeled Billy Idol on right. it. Yeah.
1: I had no idea who this was. I was like, you know, that guy looks really familiar. Who the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Billy Idol. <laughs> I felt like such a twat. Like right after that, like, oh, yeah, Billy Idol. Kind of a big deal.
2: Um, his name—he—he's the his, uh, his character's name is Lee. I don't know what his business is. I don't know any how he ended up here. But what this scenario is is you sit down, and then you have a high noon style quick draw duel while remaining seated, and it's like sanctioned and there's rules like you have to yeah. have two witnesses, one guy on your team, or maybe you're a coach or like. Like, the manager in wrestling, they can
0: also fuck with the other guy a little bit? I don't know. These are games of death with gambling, and they just have, like, somewhat sanctioned games of death with gambling by handlers that are doing the gambling themselves. Mm, right, mm. so this Probably is- Probably handling all the money for everybody else, and then the two handlers are their then witnesses because you've got Jules Flamingo mm-hmm. is Mickey Holiday's handler- mm-hmm. And Kyle McLaughlin, Jake Parker, is Lee Turner. That's Billy Idol's name. That's his handler. Okay. And this is when we learn that Jake Parker has, he's got uh, ambitions of being more than just a games of death handler. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, sure does. Uh,
1: and he, we know that he's got a heart condition with his regina. Angina. Angina. Yeah.
2: Regina is uh, an Academy award winning actress. She was in The Watchmen. Regina King.
1: I like her. Yeah, she's great. But (laughs) Angina is, uh, she's not so great. She just gets in there and rips your heart out.
2: Aunt Gina gave me bad advice my whole life. She would come in and tell me my damn business. God damn it, get out of here, Aunt Gina.
0: (laughs) Aunt Gina is also giant miss (laughs) ant very large and dangerous australian
2: (laughs) who knew we could riff on Gina for so long (laughs) okay all right so uh billy idol gets shot in the head and he's dead and he's not in the movie anymore what the heck (laughs)
0: yep goodbye billy idol i guess you got your your participation cocaine fee
2: and he was awesome the very first words that come out of billy idol's mouth aren't something sweet and innocent it's fuck you (laughs) i'm like yes (laughs) yes billy idol (laughs) and then he's dead and i'm like no (laughs) oh i was hoping for a big part (laughs) dang it um so mickey and uh flamingo they leave and uh jewel or jake uh just stares at dead Lee, uh deadly, uh Lee who is dead, and it's like, huh, I did not see that shaking down that way. Okay. So then they go upstairs and have some dinner, and uh Jake comes up and he's given them the business, like Vic's gonna come here, he's gonna kill you, and he's gonna kill you, and he's gonna kill you, and that's only gonna leave me to take over this entire option or this operation, except for one problem, Jake. You're just some betting guy,
1: and Vic owns all the the whole town. Yeah. Yeah. Jake is not a made man. No, he he a he's in the army, but he's not uh, he's not part of the family. He's not he's not a commissioned officer. No, he's not part of the family.
0: He's not even in the army. He's just like an asset. Yeah. Find me a gunfighter. You can do some betting on it too. Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: All right, so that night Mickey and uh Rita they they spend the night together because now they're shacking up. Uh and they have a very weird sex life. Uh it's supposed to be sexy, I think, but really I'm just like, dude, you guys hump weird. Um but elsewhere in an airport hangar, uh Jake and his guys <laughs> are hanging out.
1: And this is the best because they have like an office set up in there. Uh-huh. But then there's this like random plane uh-huh. and like a Ferrari or something yeah, off to the a, side. A 308. They, they never move. Mm-hmm. And it's like I'm decorating this hangar. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> almost like
2: a like a Doctor Evil style lair. Like you just have stuff that you don't use, but is a prop to show that you're evil.
1: Yeah, and uh, I like how they had the rugs mm-hmm. and really nice like desks and furniture in there and uh-huh. a bar, and it was like. In the middle of an airplane hangar. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's villainy. And they can only afford one light that was like directly over this area. Mm-hmm. So they could see the plane and everything. Well, but-
2: I, that, that was intentional to for for sinister feel. It's it's uh, the aura of villainy that's taking place in there. Aura? Have, yeah. If you have too many lights on, you, you know, they're going to be like, dude, I'm not intimidated. in here I can see your
1: corners. If you can't see corners,
2: that's dangerous.
1: Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Plus, if somebody's coming in to the hangar, you'll see the light. That's true. From the porch.
2: Yeah. And if it's somebody you don't like, uh, it's fine because they'll just walk into something because they can't see shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just drifted off for a second there. <laughs> but in the basement of Grace's club is a hangar for airplanes. I mean,
2: where I can't argue that that's not where they're at
0: there's an airplane in there there might be in one of the shops. i know
2: but is that the basement or do they have like some other place that they go to that has an airplane in it
0: no they that's in the basement because they're always coming down the stairs that's
1: true that is true and it looks like the same furniture it kind of does like they're all shopping at ikea same you can't
0: buy that stuff at ikea are you kidding me fuck no and Ethan Allen doesn't even have desks that nice. I mean, the instant
2: Jeff Goldblum sits down to have a shootout, the chair would collapse in there. <laughs> <laughs> that would be not, yeah, no, it's not professional.
0: See, he wouldn't sit down, a, a gunfighter of his caliber mm-hmm. be like, caliber. I believe I'm in the wrong place, this is Ikea furniture. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, no, we have it. And then he just shoots everybody and leaves. And I said, like, I told you we were, I was in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. All right, so uh Mickey goes to the to the restaurant uh and of uh the I guess it's the DNA club or I'm not really sure where it's the model. I thought the runway. the uh
1: yeah, the model runway is the DNA club okay. and Vic's is the one with all the tables and the stage for performers.
0: Okay. Yeah, the one that is got the crescent model catwalk and the airport hangar in the basement. Mm-hmm. His gracious club.
2: Okay, all right. So uh, they Ben. He sits down with Ben, Mickey, and uh, Mickey says, "Well, Vic is dead." Oh, and he starts fake crying. Okay, yeah. Okay, that was I wasn't. A, you wish he was dead. Oh God damn it, gave it a burn. Jesus Christ, really? <laughs> that was funny. The script sucks. <laughs> and then he
0: goes, "Vic is a sick prick, Mick." <laughs> I, it went farther. I actually backed it up to get the full amount of rhyming that happens here because he makes a Gabriel Byrne pause and then f- does a head fly up Gabriel Byrne style uh-huh. and finishes that. So it's Vic is a sick prick, Mick, a paranoid schizophrenic and <laughs> Nick. Oh, I get it now. Ugh. Uh,
2: yeah. So he, so here's here's the whole thing. Uh, He's not getting out of the pen he's getting out of the bin he lost his mind uh he's got multiple personalities and they're all in there and at any point in time
1: one of them could take over control so if he kills you he might not actually even be killing you i kind of thought it was more like him and his girlfriend got in a fight she's like you're a crazy fuck and he's like i can change and he went to the bin for five weeks
0: yeah when we find out later i mean this isn't really a spoiler but it seems like he's just Bored of not getting shot, right? He's not really all that crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: He's just reached the pinnacle of his career, and he knows that there's nowhere else to go. And
0: he's like, "I." He's having he's having a midlife crisis. He's he's dealing with the fact that he's going to have to settle down a little bit and put himself out to pasture. Yeah.
1: Okay. I
2: I thought he actually was nuts.
1: No. Okay.
2: Well, that's his justification for. His actions later, and so I'm gonna I'm, let's circle back to that because I'm gonna argue that pretty hard here in a little bit. Um, Flamingo meets with Jake down in the airport hangar, and he's like, "Hey, um, have you heard about this guy named Falco? Uh, Rock me, Amadeus. Amadeus, yeah, damn it!
1: Yeah, screw, way to go, Dick. This, this Rock that, me, Amadeus. Falco guy. <laughs> 1940. Oh wait, he's
0: like, <laughs> no, but I heard Wilco." They're playing and uh, you want to go and you're like, I feel like I don't like Wilco, <laughs> but I'm not sure. Then you listen to one of your albums, and you're like, there's nothing wrong with this, but it's just not for me.
2: I can one hundred percent tell you I do not like Falco.
0: I love that You rock- mean Wilco or
2: Falco Falco. Rock me on my date. Which Falco That's the song that's my joke. Rock oh yeah. I don't like that song. I love that song. <laughs> I should like that song, but I don't like that song. I also don't like Relax. Don't do it then. I don't like that song either. Churning Japanese I'm I'm like 50/50 on. It's pretty racist, but it's got a good hook.
0: It's not as bad as Yellow Fever by the uh, uh, Bloodhound Gang. That's bad. Yeah. That's real brown bad. Brown
2: Sugar, pretty racist.
1: I like it quite a bit though. And I like Brown Sugar. <laughs> pretty racist. It's good. it's it's sketchy. It's a sexy black lady and I love it. Um don't don't okay. spoil it for me. All right. I don't want to think about it that hard. I know that it's racist. I just don't want to think. Never about listen
2: it. to the lyrics, honey, because it's no, deeper I, than that. I
1: don't want to listen to the lyrics. Okay, um, so Falco,
2: you heard about this guy, right? And uh, he's like, "Yeah, Falco." Um, I hear he's a gun guy. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, he's right behind you.
1: <laughs> and yeah. I always land on my feet. You're t- well tonight. You're going to land on a coffee table. Why? Right? <laughs> and he's like, the "Fuck." Why? Why did you invite me here
2: to just say, hey, you heard of
1: Falco? belling bang, you're dead. No, if they let him finish his drink, take one last puff, he stands up, makes himself presentable. He's like, if I'm going to die, fuck you guys. It takes
2: forever yeah. for Flamingo In to fact, go down.
0: Jules Flamingo finally gets tired of it as much as we are He's like, okay, and says, take your time. I got. Yep.
2: You know. Nothing else going on, I'm, Falco?
0: I am actually just going to walk out if you don't shoot yeah. me.
2: <laughs> I'm getting bored. I got to be honest, Falco. This is...
0: This is not rocking.
2: Yeah. I mean, blaze of glory, my ass. Snooze of snorey. <laughs>
1: But he ah. he does a great death though in this scene <laughs> But when he finally does get shot and he just kind of bends his knees and falls backwards onto the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Perfect.
2: Yeah, this 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 could have. I mean, it's up there for my favorite scene in this movie: the, the incredibly long death of Jules Flamingo. <laughs> okay, um, and for why I don't know. I'm still like, hey,
0: bud, oh, he's come from, on over. doing it specifically. To provoke Mickey Holiday. <laughs> but
2: Why not just, like, shoot him in an alley or something?
0: Who, Mickey Holiday? No! F- just just
2: J- like, hey, come on over to my hangar that's in a basement and we'll have cocktails. Because and- you tell him to fuck off. Well, you tell him to fuck off when you shoot him in an alley? Hey, you can't shoot me in what an alley, He's fuck already.
0: Off. Upstairs, oogling the naked uh-huh. ladies, you can kind of probably talk them into coming down and talking. Right. If you're like, hey, you want to come over here? It's like, I don't like you. I'm not going out of my way to hang out with you. If I'm already at the bar drinking, looking at naked ladies, and I've got a full drink, I'll entertain your ideas for, you know, 15 minutes I, downstairs, I will leave and then I'm going to come The back naked
2: down. ladies that I'm oogling and come into your airport hangar that doesn't make any sense. I don't think this makes sense. You can't, if I'm Jules Flamingo, I'm going to be like, get the hell out of here. Jake, Yeah, piss off. I'm not going to go downstairs.
1: I don't need your insurance, Jake, from State Farm. Ah, <sighs> oh, yes. No? No? No, definitely not. Oh, God damn it! 100%. Do not like. <laughs> well, Jake was a
0: snake. Okay. No, just leave. That likes to bake. No. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> he did enough of this today for us all. Now, now, she's
2: killing us slowly. And don't say with her song,
0: Please. Okay, so then
2: Falco walks up and plugs in. Yay. Um, Later at Vic's place, everybody's there. Uh, Everybody that's in this movie, except for, hey, where's Jules Flamingo? Anybody seen Jules? Uh, Okay, I guess he's not here. Um, The red carpet rolls out. The lights come up. uh, Music starts playing. I can't remember what song. Oh, it was was like a, it was My Way, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Like an instrumental version of My Way. And uh, in walks Vic. And it's amazing.
1: (laughs) This is my favorite part of the movie.
0: Mine too. Because usually it's Richard Dreyfuss that will sort of drag me out of enjoyment. I didn't ever really expect that Richard Dreyfuss could show up when I was about ready to start beating my head on a desk. And I'm like... I'm beating my head on the desk because I know Dreyfus is going to show right. up, and then I'm going to really have to like maybe think about spiking my own brain. You kind
2: of think he's going to be like Kaiser Sose or something at
0: this point. Yeah, <laughs> and he's not. You are not <laughs> hopeful, and he just shows up and starts Dreyfusing around, and you're like, "Thank In God!" In a bathrobe
1: and pajamas. Yeah, he just got out of the bed. His hair's all crazy. <laughs> <Like>
2: he's <laughs> got mad bedhead. <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh, I couldn't believe it. Uh, And everybody's just so stoked to see him. They're giving him hugs and standing ovation. Jake gives him a present and he takes it into his office and opens it up and it's a straight jacket and he's like, send them a thank you card. It's funny. I don't like it, but it's funny.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I feel like this is the first missed opportunity because you can play this scenario where everybody gets shot so many different ways and. The death of Jake Parker, Kyle McLaughlin's character is negotiable throughout the script Mm -hmm. or process. And so when you turn to Henry Silva and say, send him a thank you card, me, someone who has loved Henry Silva for so long, watching movies, goes, if you tell Henry Silva to send a thank Mm -hmm. you card, he is going to do it with bullets. He's going to kill
2: all of those motherfuckers.
1: And
0: that doesn't happen. Make
2: sure you take care of that guy. Like, take care of that guy.
1: And this is also the first time that we see Burt Reynolds, right? No, no,
2: no. Spoiler. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, Gabriel Byrne comes in with Mickey and uh, Vic's like, hey, guys, uh, I was in the bin for a little while. Um, I want you, Mickey, since you're the only one that knows where Grace is, I want you to go tell her that I was being because of a chemical imbalance. It's just nature. It's mental health. We should all learn. That uh, you can't fault somebody for a mental illness, right? I mean, it's it's a sickness, it's a disease. It's in my, it was in my brain, and now I'm taking medication, and I'm better now. And so I think that uh, you know we could work things out. She's got to understand, right? I mean, we all go a little crazy every now and then, you know. It's a Seal song, you guys know Seal, remember?
1: Yeah,
0: and weird uh, weird face, (laughs) kiss from a rose. Uh, Wasn't he married to Heidi Klum? He was. Yeah, as much as you can make fun of Seal, he'll always have that as a response. (laughs) Dude, I like that
2: crazy song. I like Seal.
0: I have no problem with Seal. Seal's a good
2: singer.
0: And he's obviously, I mean, yeah. Baby! He's he's the guy. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
2: Uh, And and Mick's like, okay, Uh, here's the deal. I'll do it for free, though. Um, uh, But... Nobody lays a hand on Jules Flamingo, and Gabriel Byrne is like,
1: <laughs> "I don't know that Gabriel Burns knows that he's dead." Ooh, he makes a ben face. Ben London, I don't know. He makes a face. Ah, uh, okay. He goes. Gow. That's because he knows that they're friends, and that he doesn't get invited to their pizza party. Maybe that's what it is. He's he's like, because that's that's Ben London's entire character. It's like, hey, what about me? Yeah, and they're like, "No, you can't come to Chuck E. Cheese with us. Go fuck yourself." I, I'll, I'll pay for tokens. I—he's I, a trigger guy. Why am
2: I not doing this? You—you you just told him to like, don't shoot him, and it, you said you in fact said, "Be nice to Ben London or be nice to Mickey," and if you're not,
1: Mickey can shoot me. What about me? I'm the right hand man. You pick up the tacos from the taco truck, sir. But that's not what right-hand do. You can also get the toilet paper for me. That is what right-hands do, but not right-hand mans. Mm. You know what? I need some lemonade. <laughs> Why don't you go <laughs> yeah. down to the bar and give me some lemonade? Okay. All right. So Vic leaves the club
2: uh, with his straight jacket. And uh, Jake says uh, Falco killed Flamingo. And he wants to duel Mickey. He's like, hey. So your bud, he's dead. Uh, he was killed by this guy named Falco, and uh, he wants to he wants to have one of those
1: duels with you. You interested? Come to the basement. By the by, because they're still a fix at this point, point. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so the the gun basement standoff chairs are down in the basement. Yeah,
0: right. But you get to where why they killed uh, Jules Flamingo now? Because in the scene, he's like, "I'll talk to you next year." Like, I will entertain your bullshit gunfights every once in a while, right. but not very often. And he's like, oh, by the way, I killed your friend. And He's like, all right, we're doing this. I get
2: I get why they killed Flamingo. I just don't get the method, like the reason.
1: Because then he can brag that he's got a coffee table coaster yeah, yeah, holder yeah. of Flamingo. It's
2: decoration. Hubris. Yeah, hubris. Okay. All right. So on the way, uh, Mickey tells Rita that uh, Grace is pregnant with Vic's baby. So that's a detail for later that we're going to have to address. Um, so Mickey goes down to the duel Uh, he has to wait for Ben Um, Ben's running late which again I you know you gotta he have he was just upstairs
1: guide. what right? was he doing taking I a shit know. I don't
0: know man he's being an asshole because Ben London is an asshole mm-hmm. okay alright so he shows up and
2: uh, rambles Uh, I can't remember what their dialogue was but the two were staring each other down and he's just talking about how You're about to get filled with lead, Buster.
1: No, they're talking about how they have made up a plan Mm -hmm. on how they're going to kill Holiday. Right. Mick Holiday, right? Uh First, they're going to shoot him in the stomach. Then they're going to shoot him in both the shins. Right. And then they're going to watch him die while they have a margarita. And then when he's almost dead, they're going to shoot
0: him in the head. Right. But then Ben London starts rambling, too. Yeah, he's doing the fuck with him. He's just playing the game way it's supposed to be played, where he started to ra- rambles around and tries to take the guy out of his uh, zen or whatever. Okay. And then at that point, Jeff Goldblum's like, this is fucking stupid. You would just shoot me a bunch of times in the stomach, not worry about the shins. How are you going to shoot me in the shin? I'm sitting behind a mm-hmm. desk. Are you stupid? Yeah.
1: Yep. Well, you know, they don't want him to run away. That's that's why they say that they're gonna shoot him in the shin so that he cannot run away. Mm.
2: I don't think they know how, how duels think? work.
1: Yeah. You know what else <laughs> really is painful is to take a razor blade and get somebody behind the heel and cut their Achilles tendon. Uh-huh. And then they can't go anywhere.
2: Okay. Because you saw that in Pet Cemetery?
1: It was in other <laughs> movies too. Hostile. Uh that one with uh Troy, (laughs) (laughs) you know, hostile. No, it was also in uh, God damn it. was that movie about Uh, the dressmaker?
2: The dressmaker
1: with Kate Winslet.
2: I don't know what that movie is.
0: It it got it was one of the 2016 movies that would have been in the running any other year. But 2016, it's
2: she's a dressmaker and she runs around chopping people's Achilles. She didn't do it. Somebody's running around chopping. Check it out. Yeah, you have
0: to just watch Handmaiden's it. Handmaidens worth checking out from that year too. Yeah. Okay. All right.
2: Interesting. Uh, top tip. So they're about to duel, and Jake's like, "My heart, guys, seriously, falls over," and they're like, "Whoa!" But then they start shooting, and it's must is it enough of a distraction, or isn't as much as a distraction for Mickey because he plugs Falco, and Falco's dead.
0: One right in the head. Yeah. I think he just gets tired of it. He's like, this is stupid. You're dead. And then the distraction of Kyle McLaughlin was fake. It was a ruse so that he could kill them. But he realized now he's just laying face down, hoping they think he's really dead. So
2: his plan was to, like, if I fake a heart attack, the Mickey's going to be like, whoa, Jake, are you okay, bud? And then Falco can shoot him.
0: Yeah, and then I'll spring back to life and stab Ben London, who's very far away from me and behind me, and will be able to shoot me six or seven times before I do it. This is a stupid plan. It's not a good plan. And it
1: doesn't work, of it, course. It doesn't work. And then they steal his angina pills. Uh huh. And they're just fucking tic tacs. Yeah. Mickey maybe, maybe shoots
2: him dead. And he's like, "Oh, I guess he didn't even have a heart problem. These are just Tic Tacs."
0: Of course, he didn't have a heart what, problem. Look at him; it's Kyle McLaughlin. He's a human specimen. What a, what a stupid plan, Jake. I mean, really. It did want. It did make me
1: want to get like a really fancy like mint holder, though, mm-hmm. and maybe get my initials on it. Mm. And you know, I, I look seriously. I, I kind of want one now. Okay. It was. It was classy.
2: Uh, You don't really eat mints or tic tacs, though.
1: (laughs) I would start. I would start. If I had a little container that I was like, hey, check it out. Embalmed, or not embalmed, that would be dead. Uh, No. Engraved. An engraved tic tac
0: holder. Mm. Just have it full of, like, Valium and Molly. (laughs) Would you guys like a tic tac? This is for my angina. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to, I got to sit down for, like, four hours and enjoy myself.
2: Okay, so uh, Ben, he uh, hassles Jake's goons uh, upstairs, but they're still threatening Mickey because one of them is Wacky Jackie.
1: Appropriately named, by mm-hmm. the way. <coughs> like, Just like the like Garbage pill garbage Kid. Garbage Pail
2: Kid, yeah. Um, okay, and that's Burt Reynolds. Uh, and
1: that's when I knew that he was peeking in on me and my showers. Huh, what? It was a shout out to me wacky jackie queen jackie yes i know people i mean i was i was hot back then too i mean jesus
2: reynolds was peeking in on your showers yeah and that's how he was like hey larry bishop how about my character's name is wacky jackie like i saw that person taking a shower one time and she was like i'm wacky jackie in the shower (laughs) yes
1: that's your synopsis of Yep, that's how we got this name in this movie. And, that, and you're uh, going to stick with this. Yes. and You, you don't know. feel bad
2: about this decision, Jake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shut up Ben <in> London.
2: <laughs> this is a really dumb, dumb idea you've come up with there.
1: <laughs> nope, Burt Reynolds is in love with me. All
2: right. uh, So everything's going to go down at Vic's party. That's when Mad Dog Time is going to take place. Even though I thought Mad Dog Time was going to take place when Vic came in from the Looney bin, but it didn't happen. Yeah. Um, okay. And so Wacky Jack walks in and finds uh, Sleepy Joe sleeping, sleeping on the chest. And he's like, is he dead? Yeah. What's this all about? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. He's Sleepy Joe and he cocks his pistol, uh, pulls the hammer back and Sleepy Joe wakes up and starts laughing bizarrely.
0: Just Henry Silva on 11. Did you see Burt Reynolds? not being able to keep his shit together. Right. (laughs) There's two options here. One is that he actually kept it together in at least one take of Henry Silva doing his thing. And they just decided, one, where he's cracking up is a little bit better. Or two, which is what I think happened, Henry Silva never turned it Mm -hmm. off, no matter how many times they tried this. And that's as little as Burt Reynolds cracked up during the exchange. Because he is obviously really like, Hold it, trying to hold it, but he is laughing his ass I'm off. Sure. And you can't look at somebody laugh that much and not start laughing. It's impossible. <laughs> I started laughing. That's,
2: you know, then Bert does his laugh and then everybody's like, oh my God, this is freaking weird, man. And I got to laugh too. Billy Drago's trying to laugh and he's like, huh. ah, I, ha, ah, ah. I don't know how did this works. ha," ah, ah, because ah. he's got such a stern face, you know?
1: Is he but, yeah. German?
0: Billy Draco? No idea. No idea. He kind of has a German he was the, German look about he was him. He's a bad guy in uh Briscoe County Jr. <laughs> yeah. Boss.
1: I mean, yeah. if I was BMW, I'd be trying to get that guy to sell cars. Uh, because he has that look of I will I can drive this motherfucker like nobody's business. No? Nope. Nuh-uh. That's that's the German connection for me in my mind. It's like I in vision him driving a bmw yes. and being like
2: whee, whee. lincoln matthew mcconaughey bmw billy drago everybody goes yeah.
0: who like, what <laughs> yeah also like bmw hasn't been using people to sell their cars they're like guess why the seats are uncomfortable it makes this car fast as shit <laughs> this car sells itself why, why are you in this because you want to drive a fast car if you want a fast car with four doors, here's your fucking option.
2: <laughs> now get out of my office. Okay. Uh, yeah, so he laughs weirdly, and they shoot him in the face a lot. And uh, apparently Gabriel Byrne has to go in there with a vacuum later and clean him up. <laughs> yeah. Begs the question, who does clean up the bodies in
1: a mob office? The janitor. I mean... He gets a bonus. There's...
0: Actually, the answer is uh, is Jimmy the Jimmy the cleanup guy, mm-hmm. and it's Richard Pryor that we see later. Uh,
2: the gravedigger, yeah.
0: Yeah, Jimmy the gravedigger yeah. cleans it up. I don't know how. He has men, I'm thinking. Maybe.
2: Either way, it's party time, and uh, Ben introduces Paul fucking Anka, who comes out and sings a dedicated version of My Way to Vic. Uh, He's
1: looking good at this point. He's got a nice white suit on. His hair's combed.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Paul Anka wrote My Way. Not everybody knows that.
1: Really? Yeah, huh.
2: One of the best songs ever. Paul Anka. Good songwriter. Uh, and then Ben comes up stage and completely like freelance karaoke's My Way with Paul Anka, who is disturbed and is like, I'm having much consternation right now, Ben
1: London guy. Mm-hmm. and mistake. he's way too thick I've had a few yes you have in the last year you have really super fucked up as this guy's trying to sing mm-hmm. he's like interjecting yeah he's lampooning my way sung by its
2: original artist I think that's cause enough right there to plug Ben London yep which I guess it is also
0: Paul Paul Anka is wearing more fake tan oh boy than oh my God. <laughs> anyone in the film until Larry Bishop shows up right. for his directorial actorial business
2: uh so the song ends and uh vic is like party's over everybody go home i'm gonna have to kill a guy
0: he said thanks for coming and people just are like yep he's gonna shoot oh, that guy we need to leave
2: honey uh the kids the babysitter we gotta go <laughs>
0: We can uh, we can stop at the pizza joint. They have wine. We'll make a you know the rest of the night. We can leave leave the kids alone for a little bit. We'll still have a nice night
2: while men are getting shot at the place we just were. <laughs> I don't know if you are going to have a nice night.
1: You are going to shove some shrimps on your way out mm. in your pocket.
2: No, <laughs> you know Vic is lead is about to fly, and there is no amount of crustaceans that are worth the amount of. <laughs>
1: I'm an ass. I would have Bullets. just sat back there by the buffet and been like, sweet.
2: Hiding behind the table and peeking up <laughs> yeah, every and now and then. Yeah,
1: just grabbing a shrimp off the table and like, yum, yum, yum.
2: Parting the tablecloth. And yeah, things. so I can be
1: like. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would start laughing and they'd be like, what the fuck is over there? I'd be like, I'm drunk, bitches.
2: And then they would shoot you.
1: <laughs> but I got some shrimpies. I'm just going to pass out now.
2: <laughs> okay. So everybody leaves except for Ben and Mickey and uh, Vic tells Ben to leave town so he doesn't so he's like okay bam <laughs> shoots him in the knee and Vic goes ow <laughs> and then <it> starts off <laughs> on one leg <laughs> he literally says ow I don't know why but there's like nothing funnier to me than like <laughs> an ill-timed fart or somebody saying ow when they should be screaming in pain ow. <laughs> ow Ow! just silly like ooh. <laughs> doesn't make sense noises uh hilarious um and he's like okay now limp home and pack your bags and get out of town nope (laughs) bang shakes out his other knee
1: ow (laughs) (laughs) he falls into the piano and hits one note okay
2: now roll home pack your bags and leave town nope shoots him in the tummy he's bleeding up pretty good you think he's going down and lights are getting dim but he's not he pulls a freaking gun and then some other dude comes out from behind the corner and plugs him and mickey's like who's this guy uh well that's the real falco and you're like oh (laughs) everybody in the entire theater has a unison head slap
0: (laughs) (laughs) And watching this, you know, not really knowing much about it. I know Roman and Mark had talked about this being something else many years ago. But I know now, before watching it, what Larry Bishop shows up for. And this whole Nick, Mick, Vic gunfight bullshit mm-hmm. is happening. And they're like, that's the real Falco. And I'm like, that's fucking Larry Bishop. And he's got as much goddamn tan gel on as Paul Anka, did. Right. God Damn it.
1: <sighs> but this is when it kind of goes funny because then, you know, he, he, they show him on stage, Ben London. He's got, he's, he's supposed to be dead. Right. Mm-hmm. And like a Phoenix from the ashes, he raises up, <laughs> stands up on both of his shot legs and starts screaming about Brett's balls.
0: <laughs> and then falls over and dies. Yeah. <laughs> it was an eat shit, bang Kingsley, but not like the others where you do a bad job dying in your 10,000. 000- Times better than Ben Kingsley mm-hmm. in Slipstream. In this one, Gabriel Byrne started to encroach upon the outside <laughs> territory of how ben, right. how shitty Ben Kingsley's death was. Oh man!
2: Okay, so uh Vic and Mickey they go downstairs and they find Gra- Gabriella and Falco making out. I don't know if the director was like, "Oh, I'm going to write that in."
0: <laughs> oh, we were asking why. What was he trying to say when he made this film? He was saying, the only way I can make out with Angie (laughs) Everhart is to make this movie because they make out on screen to a point. Whereas if you're the director and you're doing this, this is camera on sexual harassment off business for sure. She has said nothing about this you know why because it wasn't that bad harvey weinstein tried to jack off on oh her. god gross <sighs> that man is a pile of shit yeah we know oh, he's so gross we know he did jack off on, in front of her he just couldn't get it on her she was too quick i guess <laughs> <on her> feet. <laughs> oh you gotta
2: hey other perverts you gotta watch that angie Everhart. she's she's dirty. <laughs>
0: Yeah. You'll never you'll never get any you'll never rub one off on her. She's too fast. Never aim where you where she's at,
2: aim where you she's gonna be. <laughs> you gotta lead the target. I
1: wanna You wanna die I for wanna having go to say that.
0: Boo <laughs> yeah, boo. Both of I'm us. Sorry.
1: Boo both of you.
0: I led you into yeah, that you by saying she was too fast to get <laughs> spooged on. But she's in good shape. Maybe she is too fast to get spooged. I don't
1: know. She's she's super hot though. She's got arguably
0: yeah. the greatest
2: hair that's ever ever lived. Like Oh uh, yeah. Janie Mansfield, she has some pretty she had a pretty good head of hair, but Angie Everhart's
0: Wasn't Angie Everhart a Pantene girl? Yeah, I think she, I was. Think she was. Yeah. And then here's the other thing. All the Pantene girls were not hard r softcore porn. Like Angie Everhart transcended softcore porn. Yeah, it's True. So, oh, she's very Yeah, when you're like, she's hot. Jackie's like, yeah, that's how hot she is. Is that she got out of the booby movies, and everybody else was even in high society was like, my god, your hair and the rest of you was amazing. Yeah, smell
2: terrific.
1: I I, oh god, I just wish I was her so bad, but I've got hair like Rita, and (laughs) it's never gonna fucking happen.
0: Marita had a nice haircut <laughs> right from what we were Right now, with.
2: Ellen Barkin sitting on her couch going, "Hey!
0: <laughs> don't <laughs> Wait a second. That was when I was as hot as I was ever. And I was like, you were pretty hot, Ellen Barkin, but Angie Everhart, you know, <laughs> hey, did Harvey Weinstein try to jack off on you?" No. Oh, Ellen I Barkin, I couldn't get a meaning like, with him. <laughs> yes, he did, because he tried to jack off on everybody. Anyone with taste. I-, I
2: think Ellen Barkin was below all that. No offense. Yeah, I don't <laughs> she think she
0: was. She was, in she was not an A-lister. Weinstein movies, yeah. though.
2: Okay, so uh, uh, Mick and Vic, uh, they sit at du- at the dueling chairs, and they're like, "Are we gonna do this?" And Mick's Nick's thing is he unloads all his bullets and then spins <laughs> the chamber, and, and Mickey's they- like, "Huh."
0: <laughs>
1: And then my first thought was in that, they're gonna they're gonna have to
0: pistol whip each other to death. And Jeff Goldblum says it in the movies like, "What are we gonna do? Throw them at each other?"
2: <laughs> you know what? Half I'm just gonna leave.
0: Specials only have five fucking rounds.
2: Mickey stands up and starts walking away, and Nick is like, "Show me. Show you what?
1: We don't have bullets. What was the point of this? I'm leaving. Goodbye." I know where Grace is. Yeah. Oh, by the way, if you want uh, to see her tomorrow night, midnight at her no, office. No, you're
2: jumping ahead. Uh, he goes upstairs, and Wacky Jackie's yeah. up there.
0: Well, oh, okay, yeah. We should talk about the weakness and the whole oh, way the yeah. scenario went down. Know. Yeah. Oh, I know your weakness is that he's like, yeah, I guess you did see my weakness. I am. I don't have allergic to bullshit. Well, I don't <laughs> have bullets in my gun, and
2: I'm don't have time to waste for you. I guess. Bye bye. <laughs> So, yeah, he goes upstairs. Wacky Jackie's up there with his goons. They're hiding out. And uh, uh, I guess they got him pinned. But then Falco comes out from behind, shoots all three of them. And they're like, thanks, Falco. Goodbye.
1: And Falco's got this weird thing about leaving the gun. Yeah, he sets the gun down. Yeah, like, even when he shot uh, Ben London, right? Mm -hmm. He just puts the gun down.
2: You know, those aren't infinite, right? Like, I know... you. Maybe that's another thing. Like Chuck Norris has infinite ammo. This guy's got infinite guns and, and, and limited
0: ammo. Who's, <laughs> it's like, okay, give me a dirty gun. I'm going to go kill this guy. You're going to press it up against him. You don't really know what that gun's going to do. Mm. People that are supposed to be shooting this good are like people that use guns they trust. Yeah. All right. Okay.
2: Uh, so Mickey and Vic chat a little bit and Mickey's like, uh, well, here's the thing. I don't even know where Grace is. I got no clue. So
1: I haven't told her anything that you told me yeah, to
2: say. Yeah. Yeah, all that crazy business, she doesn't know anything about it.
1: So, goodbye. Oh, also, uh
2: I did get a message, meet at her office at midnight tomorrow night. Don't know if it's from her, but you should come. You should come. We'll if she's not there, we'll get drinks. Um, you know, I'll order chicken wings. I'll bring my Game Boy Advance. My Game Boy Advance? You played that yet?
1: Yeah. is this the glove out yet?
2: Yeah, the power (laughs) glove.
1: Yeah, power glove. Come on over, man.
2: So, and then outside uh, Rita and Mickey, uh, they're doing their weird, slimy, gross, sexy thing. And he picks her up and I believe takes her and screws her in the bushes of the mortuary.
0: (laughs) No, he's fucking her on the car. Once, then you're underselling the weirdness Uh of this. Because rather than just getting in the car, which she should have some ability to do. She has curled up into a human ball and fallen asleep on the truck. Right? And then he comes, and rather than being like, wake up, sweetheart, it's time to go home, it looks like it's cold outside, just rips off of her shawl and sticks his dick uh-huh. in her. No, he creepily, like, no, he looks at her wussy first. He did, he did. He looks at her, he opens her shirt, yeah. too.
1: And he sticks his finger in There's his the- mouth, and he starts fingering her, and then... And then carries her off into the bushes, bushes of the mortuary. Yeah. They, they're not yeah. having sex in the car.
0: They're- There's a another scene earlier where she's got her leg twisted directly at a 90 degree angle on him. And he's the camera only shows that he's rubbing. But you start working it out and you're like, he can't be rubbing any part of her leg. And when he looks in her shirt and the way they make out, it was like, well, Jeff Goldblum and Ellen Barkin... We're fond of each other on
2: this production. It's almost like nine and a half weeks, but without. I thought it was sexy. The fruit. Okay. Um, So Vic, uh, he takes a ride and, uh, oh, hey, it's Rob Reiner. Hey, Rob Reiner's in this film. And he's like, what's your philosophy on life, driver? And the driver's like, well, I think a good old chuckle's the way to a long and happy existence. If you can't laugh, well, then your soul has dried up like an old phone book.
1: (laughs) And we should probably mention that the reason that this even comes up is because Burt Reynolds' character mm-hmm. is like, let me tell you my philosophy on life. And Richard Drivers is like, can I just buy the book? No, he's into it because then he's he asks his chauffeur
2: what his philosophy is, and then this philosophy thing comes up again later. And right here in the car, Falco's like, you want to hear my philosophy? And Richard Drivers is kind of like, no, not really. Well, fuck everything.
1: I'm so his tough. philosophy
0: is blue blocker sunglasses. <laughs> that's what he's fucking wearing. He, he looks nice. Because they have the side ones mm-hmm. that you can get the optional side block yep. out on the blue blockers. Yep. Are you kidding Grandma me? glasses. Blue blockers.
2: Okay, so Mickey goes to see Grace, and oh my God, it's Diane Lane, and I'm like, why are you with Ellen Parkin? Seriously? I mean, Sam has a crush on her apparently, but dear, Diane Lane. Diane Lane is beautiful. She's probably the prettiest yeah, person I've ever met. Yeah, I didn't ever say lived. anything...
0: About liking Diane Lane less or liking Ellen Barkin more. I'm just saying that I wouldn't kick Ellen Barkin out of bed for eating crackers.
2: Which mm. she eats not even now. Supposedly she eats a lot of. Uh, that was in her memoirs.
0: Yeah. She, she did. the big messy ones.
2: Box of crackers, the big. Ellen
0: Barkin story. <laughs> she just mashes up a whole rung of saltines and dumps them on the bed.
1: You know, if I ever write a memoir, that's what I'm gonna name it. <laughs> Box of crackers. The Jackie story. <laughs> okay. Uh,
2: so he he's like, uh, I've been dating your sister. She's like, you dipshit. You, she is going to kill you when she finds out that
1: you are banging both of us. Yeah. I'm cool with it. Yeah. She doesn't fucking care. Right. Because yeah. she's going she back. She doesn't care. She's going back to uh, Dreyfus. Mm-hmm. So it's like, eh, fuck
2: it. <laughs> he says, okay, I need you to show up at this thing tonight. She's like, yeah, okay, fine. Um, so they all meet up and yeah, that's when we see Joey, the gravedigger who is played by Richard Pryor right before he died. Uh, Which is
1: weird because the way that they shot this whole going to the meeting scene, I thought somebody was having a hallucination or was super drunk. Right. It it was just weird. Like, okay, if the shot's too long, just speed her up.
2: Mm -hmm. That's what they did. They edited it.
1: Yeah. But it it looked like a psychedelic trip. Like I wasn't really sure that, uh,
2: Joey, the gravedigger even existed. Yeah.
0: I think what happened here is that they wanted Dreyfus to be able to do it, and he just wasn't able to do it. Do it. So they- The hustle? Like, deliver a few lines, and he just wasn't able to. Oh, like work so, with Pryor. Yeah, they wanted Richard Pryor to be able to actually- So you hear his voice a little bit, and it's choppy, and then they just sort of like- use as much as they can of what they got out of it yeah. other than That's the what long shots.
2: So I think they worked with what they got.
0: Well, and I didn't
1: realize what year this movie was actually made and I was like, "Oh my god, he looks so terrible." And Justin's like, "Yeah, he died shortly after that." He had MS. Yeah.
2: I think it was 98. He had MS and then all of the drugs on top of that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it it was just sad. Yeah. Um so Grace and Mickey come into And, uh, Grace, uh, tells, uh, Rita, uh, them all, uh, that, uh, Mickey and her, they've been banging and Rita freaks out and, uh, she gets pissed and leaves. How dare you? And then Grace goes over to Vic and she's like, Hey, I got your baby in me. What's up? And he's like, I was pretty crazy. And she's like, cool. She's like, and I want us to get back together. Yeah, let's be a family. Well, then stuff happens. All I've got is so much BS ensues because it gets freaking wild here.
1: Well, then, and and, and uh, Falco is like. Falco's there. Why is Falco there? Because he is supposed to kill the girlfriend. Who invited you, Falco? And Bloom. And then he, after he kills those two, then he's supposed to kill Dreyfus. Right. That's what. Because this. he is done living is uh-huh. what he,
0: he has told Falco. When did he hire Falco to do this? Recently, right when he got out of the bin. Okay. Or maybe he was when he was in the bin. He, he wrote a correspondence letter with a soft pen. Okay,
2: so not in within the context of the actions of this movie. Did it was he like no? Uh, no, we dude. didn't see it. Okay, I, he doesn't know where Grace is. Let's. I'm going to hire a guy to kill myself.
0: He said that he'd been working with Falco for a okay. long time in a couple of different scenes. All right. All
2: right. Uh. So. <sighs> There's, they have a standoff, him and Mick, uh, and Mick's got extra bullets or something. Cause they do the Chuck, the bullets on the floor thing. He's like, well, I got another, I'm holding out on you. I got two bullets. And he's like, I got two bullets. And he's like, I don't think you get two bullets. Oh, I'm pretty sure I got two bullets. Um, and I guess the other bullet is grace. Cause she's reaching into the cigar box. Like there's a pistol in there. She pulls it out. And when all this goes up, she ends up shooting the ceiling. And there's guys flying all over
1: the place and shots well, here and there out.
0: and Ellen Barkin runs in and Ellen in Barkin and runs and in. Stops.
1: Yeah, and Rita's she got a starts gun and stops it. Yeah, because Rita comes in and El- Diane Lane shoots the ceiling. I don't know if it was because she was startled. Like Rita, Jesus. Yeah, that Rita came in and Rita's got a gun and her makeup's all fucked up. She's like, "How dare you cheat on me, two time me twice?" And all this dumb rhyming
0: rhyming she has a rhyming freak out which is probably why diane lane shoots she's like hold on there ain't gonna be no rhyming in this saloon
2: oh my god well it ends up with uh uh vic shoots mick nick Vic, vic shoots, shoots nick. nick jesus
0: god damn it in the chaos of all of this everybody's like what are we gonna do and he just goes bang 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 mm-hmm. and kills falco i'm gonna shoot
2: that guy Right, and uh, then Falco comes back from the dead and is gonna shoot Vic, but then Mick shoots Nick.
0: When who is gonna Vic, shoot Vic? Mick shoots Nick that was gonna shoot Vic. God yep. damn it, he's got us involved yep. in the right. I am with Rita. <laughs> no, you're with Grace. Shoot the roof, not no more rhyming. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: Okay.
2: Vic and Grace they smooch, so they're together. And then uh, Mickey walks outside and he, uh, there's Rita waiting for him. and she's No, no, no. You got to back up oh. because
1: Dreyfus is still like, I have nothing to live for. And he puts the gun underneath his oh, chin. That like was so dumb. Blow though. his head off. And then he's like, Ben London would have loved this. So fuck that guy. I'm going to live. Yay! Yay. And we're going to have a baby. He just
2: makes the, the every single choice he makes from then on out is what what would Ben London do? It's like. Reverse costanzi You just think of George and and decide this is what George would do, so I'm going to do this.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then we go to the alley, like you're saying, and Mm -hmm. Jeff Goldblum politely shuts the door behind him to make sure that the vagrants can't get in. And uh, Rita's there. All part of the plan. Yep. But she improvised coming back in. Right. She decided she needed to have an extra plan. (sighs)
0: <sighs> or she was actually just pissed off that he was boning. Her she was a little upset about it directly before he was boning her. Probably not even taking a bath. A little upset, like,
2: not very upset, but a little,
0: just a skosh. You know why I was just pinch, awkwardly upset? cramming my dick in mm-hmm. you? Because I just did it to your sister, no. and you might notice that I'm a little disheveled <laughs> down there.
2: Disheveled,
0: it's crunchy right now. <laughs>
2: It's, it's, a, it's a, it's a, big landscape of, it's like, it's like well, a muddy pastry. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: mm. so I didn't want you to notice. <laughs> oh, trust me. You notice as a lady, you're like, uh, I will never forget the first time I went down on some dude that I was dating and it was crunchy. And I'm like, what is happening down here? And he was like. We had sex yesterday, and I was showered. And I'm like, oh, you were fucking gross. <laughs> That's terrible. And I'm like, I gotta, I gotta go. Goodbye.
2: Okay, and then while this is all transpiring, Grace and Vicar up on the fire escape, leering at them. Like, there they go, our
0: children. <laughs> oh my god. This is when you're asking, what is the? I'm going to answer it right now. The meaning of this film is all we need is love. Uh,
1: is that what's happening? Yeah, it's uh, it's it weird sucks. because they keep like focusing in or like zooming in on yeah. Dreyfus until it's just his eyeball interjections of, and it's not like they're smiling; they are leering. They're looking at them like <sighs> Batman. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> no, it's more like, aren't they cute? They're completely dysfunctional and I'm going to have to pick my sister up off the street later, but, uh, it's nice now. It's almost like they're beaming it's, with pride.
2: Like we did it's this. It's something.
0: We, we made this. But at the same time, they didn't they do didn't. it. He did it by banging right. it. everybody. It's gross.
2: It yeah.
1: That's the movie. And I only have one question. What? <laughs> Yeah, like, I, I get all of the... I get the plot line and all that stuff, but, I mean, a lot of what happens in this movie and the way that they talk and the, the things that happen are just nonsense. Like, the rhyming thing that drove us mm-hmm, all crazy. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I would just tune out during the rhyming because I'm like, I don't understand Nick and Vic and Sick and Dick and <laughs> Big, And I'm like, what? Who are all these people? Because sometimes they call him Falco, right? And then sometimes they call him...
2: Nick. Nick. Well, well they in the in the uh the credits uh Christopher Jones is listed as uh Nicholas Falco whereas Larry Bishop is just listed as Nick even though they have the or same name
0: in the, the would you say that was in the credits uh, yeah because so I've had on the IMDB they're uh Christo- he's fake Nicholas okay or fake Nick yeah. and then uh, Larry Bishop is listed as Nicholas Falco yeah oh, okay
1: um so if you were the crime boss
2: mm-hmm.
1: would you have taken her back
2: Diane Lane yeah doesn't matter duh <laughs> it's Diane Lane
1: I look like Diane Lane I uh, yeah don't yeah don't you, you fucking see sure me. do I do.
0: <laughs> Diane Lane just drained your bank account and (laughs) left you homeless, but she's asking that you should take her to dinner tonight and pay for it, and you're like, well, I guess I have to get a job. I guess I'll have to
2: suck some dick to make money to pay for dinner tonight. I will do it. Going to Red Lobster. I'm going to have to shake a few snakes to get that done. Oh, man, yeah. Tacos, tacos, tacos. It's Diane Lane. She's in... uh, uh she was just in uh Why the Last Man that got canceled that I was like you stupid freaking yeah insult bitches because it's it's a very female empowered uh show and so was the comic. Uh
1: We don't like those though. Why? As a society because women should be at home barefoot pregnant and washing your dishes. Even though it like oh, goddamn it. Hate, this is the 1950s. Than- I
2: hate insults. A- anyways, she was in that show. Uh she is not a young woman um but still no. beautiful she's gorgeous yeah yeah sorry christy well christy brinkley looks like she's honestly about 35 day lane looks her age but she looks hot yeah uh christy brinkley is clearly a robot so
1: or just has the botox no speaking of
2: which no she's a robot
1: i don't know if you guys know this me and justin saw this ad when we were watching this movie mm-hmm. now they say that botox is good for migraines so that your insurance will pay for botox right
0: I think that really what Christy Brinkley was able to do, and she should probably write it down in a book called What Not to Do, mm-hmm. is she got to, itch, like, completely witness firsthand what to not to do for your health by being married to Billy Joel. Yeah,
2: right. And and if Christy yeah. Brinkley wrote a book, the, uh, unfortunately, the only thing it would say would be, bleep bloop, because she's a robot. <laughs> Exterminate! <laughs> I've got a bad feeling about this, More, you know, just I can do robot jokes the whole time. <laughs> okay. um, my thing about this film and and uh, the no question thing is I'm with uh, I, I'm going back to Roger Ebert here again, because in his review, he says, I don't have any idea what this movie is about. And yet, curiously, I don't think I missed
1: anything like I'm yeah. there with him. Like, oh, like, I think I understood the plot. I think I understood what was happening. Why was this movie made? Who the fuck knows? Why? What, what? I mean, what? There was no life lesson. There's no arc. It's just the fucked up shit that happens within three days.
2: I mean, it's not even that fucked
0: up. It's just weird. It's not. Watch Three Days in the Valley. That's more fun. Ah, yeah. uh, Okay. So anybody else?
2: Okay. Uh, hottest chick in the movie. Diane Lane. Hottest chick in any movie. Period. Don't care. Helena Troy. That's she. Go to war. Diane Lane.
1: Not the redhead? Angie
2: Everhart could fucking piss
1: up a rope next to Diane Lane. Mm, okay. Okay. Sam?
0: Yeah, because Angie's got bolt-ons. Mm-hmm. Yep. I- I'm with you guys. And a lot of other cosmetic. I products. think Diane Lane was maybe my third crush
2: uh, <gasps> in life. Uh, but we
1: both have brown hair, so it worked out good for me. Lonesome
2: Dove
0: oh yeah 1987 yeah. she's super hot yeah. in that i'm gonna go to bat for ellen Barkin a little bit not as the hottest but in her appearances not on screen she generally doesn't wear makeup and she's just a good looking yeah, woman that's, i
2: always like it when women don't have to wear makeup
1: um Which all right is why you married me final
2: recommendations no no wait no i, I already said it once i say it that's it's in <sighs> okay. our charter okay, once I yeah, say okay
1: it. yeah okay yeah okay uh, yeah, we're going to yeah. go to
2: uh, Roger Ebert first <laughs> for Final <laughs> recommendations. Who says Mad Dog Time should be cut into free ukulele picks for the poor?
1: <laughs> oh my God! What free ukulele picks? Because the poor, they they're begging for it. <laughs> they're begging for guitar uh, picks. If only get we could
0: a pretty affordable <laughs> ukulele, <laughs> twenty five bucks. Only left. we had picks for our ukuleles, everything would turn around. <laughs> Wow,
2: <laughs> such a weird review. Um,
0: Sam, you go. Yeah, I mean it's it's worse than not watching a movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's what it is. <laughs> but the problem is, is it's so much worse than not watching a movie. And in the context of this podcast, I have to be like, if you need to see, if you're a completionist and you need to see the worst movies ever made, mm-hmm. well, this one is fucking on that yeah. list. It's bad. I'll agree with that. So that's a do. I <sighs> uh, just know it's not gonna be any fun. Okay, Jackie. I actually had fun. Okay. Uh you, you so standoff.
1: Yeah. Get uh, behind desks, you two. Start throwing out bullets. Yep. Uh no, I, I had fun with this movie. It, it had some so much weirdness to it that mm-hmm. you you could find a lot of humor and I laughed a bunch and I'm going to give it a do. I, I really liked it okay, because it was kind of fucked up and weird and it's worth it to see Richard Dreyfuss come in as this big crime boss guy <laughs> in a fucking bathrobe with his PJs on because <laughs> my only thought was, Justin, that could be you. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Uh, I am also going to give it a do because much of the same reasons that Jackie did, I thought it was actually a lot of fun. Uh, but most importantly, and uh, going back to the Roger Ebert and everything that you said, Sam, and and what Jackie said and I said, it's an anti film. If if the Punisher is an anti hero, this is an anti film. It 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 takes it does the Castanza. It says, what would George do when making a film? And does the absolute opposite of it, even though George Cassian is making a good movie. Like, if if you're supposed to make a movie this way, I'm going to do it this way. None of it lines up. None of it works. And because of that, it's such it's not even a mess because it's not a mess. This is the intended product. And it is perfect in its intent or in its product,
0: but not its intent. Uh,
2: I I loved it.
0: It's perfectly made cheese, tomato, broccoli, Uh and bologna soup. (laughs) Is that good? With toes. No. With somebody's toe in it. you couldn't make it any better.
2: (laughs) And I mean, even aside from that, Ellen Barkin's freak out at the end was amazing. Uh, The Richard Dreyfuss scene was amazing. Uh, Gabriel Byrne throughout the entire thing is amazing in a bad way. Uh, I think uh, who do you? I got a question. Who do you guys think we did the worst job in this movie?
0: Hmm. I'll go. I think it's Jeff Goldblum, and it's, I'm saying that about Jeff Goldblum. I'm gonna say Larry Bishop. He just wasn't on the level with everybody else. Yeah. He was at a. He was at a five, and everybody else was at an eleven. Yeah. Whether their eleven wasn't any good, they were all there. Yeah. I'm gonna okay. say fake Falco. That's
2: Larry Bishop. Oh, okay. Oh no, no, that's Christopher Jones. No, 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 fake Falco. Christopher
1: Jones. Jones. Fake Falco. I, eh, I, eh, no. But I mean, like,
2: I thought Jeff Goldblum was so terrible in it, and Gabriel Byrne is usually not very good in movies. Uh, he was at fourteen. Like he, I, I didn't know Gabriel Byrne went past about a six. He's at a damn fourteen.
0: He's at a fourteen. Yeah, and it's fun. Like when he goes. When you kind of, his character is fully revealed, like, what are you good at? When they're having to pal around, and he's like, okay, there they are. You, stay here. I'm just going to go fuck mm-hmm. with them. Yep, that's what you've been doing this whole the time, is just fucking with people. And you know what this could have been? This could have been
2: Reindeer Games, and it wasn't. There's no, like, 52 twists. There's not even any twists. and, and no. So it's an anti-film. It's like, oh, well, you you should do this. No, I'm not going to do anything you tell me. I'm Larry Bishop.
0: Yeah, even at the beginning of the program, I'm like, he did this again, I'm going to watch it, and he's doing it again right now, I'm going to watch it, because he's delivering what he wants to deliver as a auteur of film, as a writer-director. You're getting exactly what he wants you to see. It's weird. hmm mm-hmm. Okay.
2: <coughs> that wraps up this episode. Uh, next episode, in two weeks, we're taking next week off. Uh, because of Turkey Day? And uh, Sam will not be in country, um, but uh, in Lucky. two weeks. Bastard! Explosion sound effect. Wow. Dot MPG. It's going to be our 500th episode, and we will have Tucker with us, all four of us, to uh, commemorate our 500th episode. So please join us for that, everybody. And uh,
1: don't worry, I will have a spooky.
2: Okay, yeah, we'll have a fun show. I've got a new uh Popquish Hotshot that's uh with a format that you guys will it will literally explode your faces
1: in uh But we won't have a motorhome update suit. because we got rid of it.
2: Well no. Oh, okay.
1: Uh so yeah, uh show up for that.
0: In the meantime, get to the job.